You know, someone asked me the other day what my opinion was of the MCU mm. as, a, as a whole. Not what individual shows are like, but like what is my opinion of the whole entity, the beer off the whole the, cake. The, the 13, 14 years that it's been running. So, you know, obviously for everyone, I'm sure, listening We've talked will about know a couple this, of films here. But like there. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Your Iron Man. Yeah, so obviously this is, this is when Marvel Studios kicked off its own production of films. You know, this wasn't like Sony producing Spider-Man yeah. or Fox doing X-Men. You know, uh, Marvel started making their own films, started with Iron Man in 2008, and then it has led to where we are now. And it is obviously like, it's completely reshaped the industry, reshaped the way people think about uh, cinema attendance. For better or worse, it's had a huge influence. And so therefore, for better or worse, with this massive thing that's just changed our culture, what's your take on it? Yeah. No pressure. Going from it as, as a whole... I definitely remember in the beginning when the, fir the first film started to come out and there were hints that they were building to a larger... It wasn't really obvious from the get-go that these films were connected. No. Especially if you weren't really paying attention, you weren't super... In. So I remember watching The Hulk, which was the, the second or third which film. Yeah, second. And they had an end credit scene where Tony Stark came in and yeah. was like, I wanna, I'm want i building together a team. And I remember seeing like, oh, that's cute, but they'll never do it. Ah, like really? they won't actually yeah. do, even though they obviously like had intention and then a few years later they would come out to release the Avengers. I still didn't think it was yeah. actually a thing that was possible. I mm. thought it was a fun little yeah. uh, Easter egg that all of these films were linked. And I, rem I remember seeing the Avengers and being like, oh, this is just nuts. Yeah. But, but What's interesting as well is they didn't have their A-list characters. Iron Man, which now yeah. is like the biggest, the biggest comic yeah. book character ever, was serious like B, C tier yeah. IP that Marvel had. Yeah. And then from that, it's just, it's just built. And, and for yeah. a very long time, there are so, there's so many different things to talk about within that. For a very long time, I was really like not anti the MCU. Because a lot of people were a bit mm. bored of seeing the films like three to two or three times a year yeah. come out. I was like, no, I think what they're doing is really special. And I was quite happy to defend it for a really long time. Yeah. And I was always leading up to the Endgame Infinity War saga. And I was yeah. like, this is special. And I'm, I'm glad I've paid attention. Some of the films are definitely better than others. Mm. But I'm so glad to have been on the ride yeah. from my teen years into my young adult yeah. years. So I've always really enjoyed it. That's, I, I think I think I'm on a similar point of view to you. I definitely... There's definitely good and bad, and I and I always try to be very evenly balanced because people get people get people crazy about these films. People like, have opinions like, on them. No, but like they either really hate them or they yeah. really love them, and I'm just like, well, it's easy to be evenly balanced. I actually think the whole of the first of Marvel Phase One is kind of like we talked about plane movies. Mm. They are they they are just like Phase they, One. They're not yeah. Phase One are, is not doing anything different with um, superhero films other than linking them together. Like Iron Man One caught people's attention which was nice because it wasn't anything we're familiar it was sharp, with witty, and the dialogue was really but, good but two months later they released Incredible Hulk which was like your basic it was such, such a basic cliched superhero film that we were audiences I think were so tired of by mm. that point Hulk's a hard one to get right because as soon as he turns green, the interest is over, which is yeah. what Ang Lee tried to fix when, it, when he did it with the Jacqueline Hyde kind the, of The Hulk approach. movies remind me of what the Venom movies are doing right now. Right. Not that you've seen them, but the way it's, that like the yeah. marketing for Venom 2 is with two big monsters fighting each other, it's yeah. kind of similar. There's something really retrograde about the Venom and the Morbius you know, films that came out from, from so Sony. But that is also why I like the MCU, because I feel like audiences were so bored of seeing... Um, startup franchises like pushed on them that were isolated and disposable films felt very disposable yeah everything was okay we're gonna begin this and maybe we'll get you invested and we if we're lucky we'll get a sequel if not then it'll peter out and then we'll relaunch something over here and what marvel had done had said well why don't actually we reward your attention for viewing yeah 
these films won't feel disposable because it's actually part, it's an episode in a much longer series. And the more time goes on, the more you'll be rewarded for sticking with it. And the more you can get away with because you'll create an expanded world. And what's great is as a format, comic books have done that for all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like they've always linked to each other and existed yeah. in the same universe and collaborated in each other's I, space. I always think Marvel reinvented the blockbuster. And what I yeah. really think is like by the mid noughties, the blockbuster was kind of like washed and worn out. Look what happened to the Spider-Man films. It's like they literally would, they would have kept making those films yeah. and, until they were rubbish. And do they remember, did. They do you remember some... how many times in the late noughties, how many people say, oh, cinema experience is dead. Yeah, they're going to yeah. close down. There's no big screen yeah. event anymore. Exactly. And so then, since then, all like, the top 10 highest grossing films of all time have come out and have been exactly. huge. So, so, um, so I, I, I like the fact that the MCU was almost like taking into account, we're not going to make these films disposable. We are going to actually engage and reward audiences in a different way. Yeah. So I really liked that. Also, I just thought it was, I'm inherently, and this is where maybe some people are different, I inherently find it quite thrilling when something from somebody else turns up in something else. Yeah. Like it's, it's, when, when I was, I remember, I watched the- It's the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood meme where Leonardo's like- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> when I, when I, um, when I saw Incredible Hulk, um, uh, which was this is this is this is a blast in the past, right? I watched The Incredible Hulk a year after it came out on a laptop, sharing an earphone in a mock exam hall uh, oh in two thousand and nine, January two thousand and nine. Okay, so why were you not, not doing okay, the exam? I, I was uh, well. Uh, people had finished, and some people were doing the exam. Uh, the rest, everyone yeah. was going to be studying, so we were quietly watching The Incredible. So I watched it with one earpiece. Such a thing, I, one earpiece. I know, share. And, and you know, again, cause the idea that like plane, the film would like come that. out a year ago, and only now people sort of watch, and it, and it was like. Pretty disposable rubbish. Yeah. But then somebody, then the guy I was watching it with was like, oh yeah, you know, that's the thing from Iron Man. And I was like, oh, <laughs> interesting. What'd you say? They're, They're bringing them Cross-pollination. <laughs> and you yeah. start drawing out, uh, um, yeah, theories on the yeah, chalkboard. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, and I thought I found that inherently thrilling. I do think that the downsides with the MCU, when it got into like the mid phase, like in the mid, mid of the last decade, is that, they were so invested in building towards something bigger mm. that actually films did start to feel really disposable again. And I, that was my big problem with Age of Ultron, which was like, they were like, oh my God, it's the it's Avengers again. And it's I was, not and I was threat, like, though. Yeah, I was like, I know this is going to be isolated to one film and I know you're bringing in Thanos later. It's not a fun one now to go back and watch because there's not very much that matters from it. Also, all those characters... Uh, always get rebooted after that film. Yeah. So like Thor, if you watch Age of Ultron, is so straight and boring. Yeah. And now he's, really he's so much more funny and easy. Oh. Um, chilled out. Also, I keep saying also, also, but um, I I think like a high point of respect for MCU is like Guardians of the Galaxy because that's a film that had no cultural attachment. Nothing. Audiences were not ready for that. The, it super, looked, the super nerds yeah. did, but even then yeah. it was... It looked ridiculous. You had a, you had a talking tree and a raccoon and... and it's very like space punk. Yeah. You, and you, not, 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 that's not for everyone. Or, yeah, and space punk, space camp. And the, and the poster looked pretty, you know, average. Characters there but, shooting into but the that, I think I think that, that, that film is one of the most important films in that, the whole structure of the MCU because people loved it i did so i really i really yeah. i you know people really responded to it and marvel was like we can get we we can people are gonna people are following us now people are willing to take the leap if we invest the time and it felt really it had such a different unique tone and voice and like the way that it was directed and the yeah. music that was put into it, it had licensed music which is part outside of yeah. acdc didn't really have happen yeah and look at the um if you look at the poster design as an example of the mcu after 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. All those films are taking a much more cosmic, kind of like psychedelic direction. If like, yeah. you know, the Thor Ragnarok poster where it's like the yeah. rings around and, you know, Doctor Strange, they go, oh, I'm going to go, you know, the, the kaleidoscopic visuals. Space punk rock and roll. Yeah, and like Ant-Man going down sub-quantum and yeah. they're really engaging with that. So my, that- my, main, my main thing, like you talked about, um, you know, things being disposable and, and mm. so maybe feeling a bit tired. I really think that they could learn from ta- letting some of their films breathe, mm. and because they, they are, you know, they're a machine and they're yeah. making money. So they have every every indicator f- from without a human looking at it says make more, make more, keep making, yeah. and people are hungry for it. But there are so many times I thought I don't want another film now after I've just seen that. Let yeah. this let this breathe, especially after Infinity War and Endgame, even in the gap. Um, I wish they hadn't done yeah. Spider-Man 2, the, Tom Holland's Spider-Man yeah. 2 straight afterwards, because Endgame was such a full stop in a chapter that everything had built to, and I felt like mm. you were just constantly shoving it It was like, I'm, I'm full. I'm so full. I, I thought it was brilliant, and yeah. I'm so full. Let me let me think on that for a year, and mm. then come come back with something yeah. really exciting. To also, yeah, to also defend Marvel as well on something. I, you know, there was, is... I think uh, people underestimate how hard it is once they'd started that train and all those different channels of films mm. to keep that in check. And um, one has to come before the next. Yeah. They and when I watched Endgame, I rewatched it recently. I, I was like, actually, no, this film, this film actually does really work. If you're not invested in this world, then don't bother. But actually, that film to to successfully conclude a series of like 22 films with that with, many characters, with that many characters, with a satisfying, you know, um, emotional beats to it. Arc. I mean, obviously, like there's the whole nonsense, the fact that Tony Tony Stark just invents time travel. Like, yeah, I get it overnight. It's, yeah, I know it's ridiculous, and, and in a little bracelet. As He's well. like, so uh, I did it. Yeah, I figured it out. I figured it out. But um, he, like, he goes like this with some DNA, mm. like twists it the right way. Yeah. Oh. But I, you know, that it, it, the, ultimately Endgame is really satisfying and it is so hard to achieve that. And that film also, I noticed with all Marvel, it's working really hard to give you a good time. Uh, some more than others. I mean, like we felt Black Widow really, like, really yeah. miss, a bit much of a miss. But, but like, Endgame, I think, is working really hard to Sufficient, deliver on the beats. Three hours as well. It doesn't waste your time in yeah, that at all. But, but I, I mentioned that because um, with like, uh, you know, like, when DC tried to catch up and they tried to build their own world and like Batman vs Superman, when people like slag off um, the MCU and, and and stuff, I'm thinking, no, no, you don't know how. If look at the DC, what DC tried to do, that's when you do it badly. That's when you do yeah. it sloppily. You can tell that was messy. Didn't have a strong direction. Didn't really know what it was doing. Trying to play catch up. Trying to imitate something else. And by comparison, you can see the strengths of Marvel, which is like we have an idea, we have a plan, we know, tracks. We, ha- we know where we're going. I agree that like sometimes it's like, yeah, give me, I got, I got enough Marvel. And I, and I was definitely on with the thought of like, okay, you've had your hits, you misses. At the end of Endgame, we're calling it quits. I'm going to move on with my life. Yeah. And then I went. Well, then I watched all the Disney Plus shows, um, <laughs> yeah. except for Falcon. I have CBA with that one. Oh yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit I, I was really excited for that for some reason. Then it was very dry. I don't, it wasn't interesting at all to me. Um, uh, my thing with Falcon and Winter Soldier is the reason I'm not going to watch it is uh, it's a superhero genre. I want to see people shooting laser beams out their hands. Okay. Yeah. Just give me that. I want people to be, see people be superhuman. I don't need to watch the Bourne Identity done by Marvel. It's interesting what you're saying about, you know, the Infinity War Endgame culmination, which represented like a, a full stop to so many stories. I remember thinking going into that, A, excited for the movie and B, curious of like, can they do it? Mm. I was so, I was really wondering, yeah. like, is it possible to, yeah. to actually 
make this work and sure they had like two movies in five five and a half hours yeah. to get it done yeah that was like my main takeaway is that like, as you were saying yeah. laying the tracks and clearly having thought about what avengers three and four would look like yeah. and what are the 20 steps beforehand yeah. for us to get there and that can't yeah. cannot be taken away and there was a really cool moment where you, i think it was very exciting to be building up two or three films away from those those last two avengers films and think look back at what they'd done and it essentially made the most expensive tv show yeah. ever yeah. over two decades or yeah. one and a half decades and it was just quite fun yeah. to to have done that trying to think that everyone having theories no no what's gonna happen yeah. is no no but the stone is yeah. over there and everyone having an idea of, yeah. and then time travel gets into it and you're like well this just changes yeah. everything well we know from watching game of thrones that it's very easy to um uh put off your payoff for, for, for something in the future. Yeah. So Game of Thrones would always promise, put some, promise, never promise it for the final series. And then when the final series came, they obviously buckled and they couldn't do anything with it. Mm. What a shame uh, if MCU hadn't had really like dropped the ball. At the... Yeah, but it, it probably would have been more likely for them to have done that. Yeah. I, I went into watching this and I was thinking this is going to be a mess. We were conditioned to expect it not to work. But, you know, uh, people also underestimate how uh, pe people's like visceral response to, to the film. So Endgame, you know that, that moment when they all come out of the rings, right? The toy box just yeah. gets tipped yeah. up on the bedroom floor. And that is, I know, most people I know who enjoyed those films and watched them had like a visceral reaction. Like you and I saw it together and I was I like jumping up and down in my it's seat. like vibrating. And I was like grabbing like... it. And I know, I know people who cried. I know people who shed tears. And, and when Cap grabs like the hammer crying. as well. And the oh. fact that that can have a visceral reaction on you shows its hold. It cares. And also you can't pull out that, you can't pull that off unless that, You've done it for 10 years. Films have tried. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker tried that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they tried to draw on that, but that only works when Marvel have done what they've done, which is, at that point, had taken 11 years to get you invested. So when this, literally five minutes, that's all it is, yeah. turns up, you it delivers. It's, all your it's friends. the punchline of the joke that they've been setting up all this time. Rise of Skywalker did it twice. They did it twice for Rise of Skywalker. They did it at the end when all the other ships that got the call turned up, yeah, and then they did it nothing. again when all the Jedi were standing behind, behind Rey. Such a shame that film. Yeah, the Star Wars is. We could do another chat about this, the state of well, Star Wars another day. I never thought I'd, I, you know, I loved Star Wars when I was younger. I never thought I'd get to the point where I was more interested in Marvel and what was happening with that yeah. than um, Star Wars. I'd say like George, George and I probably our early film bonding was over the hype cycle of The Force yeah. Awakens. It was yeah. that that film coming out. That seems like such an that, that teaser trailer. Ago. Oh god, that was 2014, 2013? 2015, 2015. 2015, the film came out. You're, either I'm really good at dates, or you're no. really bad yes, at dates. I know. I know the film came out in December 2015. <laughs> oh, but, but yes, there yes. was a trailer. The teaser like came out months. in December 2014. It was, it was, no, 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 no. That was it. No, no, the teaser. Uh, it was like November 2014. I remember. Yeah. I remember. It was I, over yeah. a year out. That, that, that's that hype cycle. That was dangerous levels of hype for The Force Awakens. Even though it's not a perfect film, that film. Yeah, it still paid off though. But um. Just one thing on Marvel as well, like, so we've talked about its strengths. There are weaknesses, there are misses, you know, we, like I said, Black Widow. Yeah. I Thor 2. Oh, Thor 2 is really ropey, really ropey, really Incredible bad. Hulk. Um, yeah. And some of them don't work as well, but then paying off what they've been building all this time, they could do things like Loki. Yeah. which is really interesting. And they can do things like WandaVision. Like them doing TV stuff makes so much sense. Yeah. Because they're not doing... In the same way it makes sense for Star Wars with the Mandalorian. I like it with like... Their t yeah, and I like with their TV shows, they've not just taken the structure of a film and broken it up and made it slower. They are going, no, no, this is going to be yeah. paced differently. It's yeah. going to be... We're going to have as much spectacle on certain things. It's just going to yeah. be a different energy to it. And you go you turn yeah. up to the film for, for, for those experiences. And also, I inherently don't think that Marvel treats its audience like idiots. 
Yeah. Like it's ba- what Marvel is doing at the moment is basically saying, look, we're going to do the multiverse soon. And we know that means absolutely nothing to people. So we're going to break it down to you gently and get you established and familiar and open to the concept that there are multiple universities. Universities? <laughs> You're going to Oxford. You're going to Cambridge. Multiple universes. Uh, everyone's just supposed- like, Bath Uni? <laughs> I will take it. Um, uh, but and and so you can't just dump that on an audience and say, oh, it's just set in like multiple different realms. You know, in the old days, in like two thousand and three, they would have just like had one film where they probably would have set up the multiverse in like twenty minutes, and then got off and done it. And they're like, yeah. no, you've got to put the time in, sow the seeds, let people grow into it. I think interesting looking back on it and what we were saying before about what it's what the impact it's had on cinema, the blockbuster, yeah. everyone else's impression, like you know, seeing the react reactions from other studios to try and replicate what they've done. And interesting hearing from some of the directors who probably look over the garden fence and see what Marvel are doing and how much money they're yeah. making, how much love and attention they get. And and they're almost a bit like, yes, it is it is a bit of a you can look at a year of films and go, well, fifty percent of the biggest films that are coming out are people wearing capes and superheroes mm. but when they are working like they yeah. are I, I do have, i do have time for them yeah. and like you were saying about people's people's hot take being a, a, a just an impression of whatever the last one was yeah. so i feel like a lot of the time mcu is only as good as the last yeah. hit they've come out with yeah so it could either be a really high or you can come out with something really really bad it was like oh i, oh, I don't want yeah. all these marvel movies they're so bad now they're so bad mm. and then the really good one comes out and they're like oh it's yeah. so good. i'm so happy for it so i've noticed people yo-yo a lot on it when it's, it's a marathon not a sprint